Condos right now, there are 10 active in Finley Creek. 397,000 is the average. Hmm. 72 days on market. 397 is just below the average Sorry. sales price of condos. Sorry, go ahead. Did you say 72 days on market? 72 days on market for the active. Now, you're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Yes. Snap game strong today. Feeling the snaps. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. My name is Paul Stevenson. I'm joined with Greg Campbell. David Warren is not with us today. It's Thanksgiving weekend. End of it. And uh, we're here. We're happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're alive. We're healthy. We're homie. Lots to be thankful for. Lots to be thankful for. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We uh, we had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we had a family dinner Saturday, which was nice. And uh, my son had many hockey games has another one today so he unfortunately wasn't able to join us for dinner but we had uh, the rest of the crew out and uh we have in the family let's see we have 12 kids under the age of 13 no 11 kids under the age of 13 and my daughter who's essentially an adult now so uh it's always fun it's uh it's a good time mm-hmm. turkey you know turkey food mm-hmm. friends love mm-hmm. what about yourself what'd you do for the uh for the weekend we were um at my parents on Saturday, and then we did something with Anna's parents on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just nice, nice time with the kids. Lots of food, good fam. Lots of uh, you know, going around the table, saying what we're thankful for is really nice to with yeah. the girls, when the girls do that. You know, they're thankful. Uh, generally, my my children are thankful for the earth. The earth is the first thing they're thankful for. They're thankful for the earth. Yeah, very. Me too. Uh, yeah, we should always thankful for the followed earth. Followed by family. And uh, and uh, roof over their heads. Yeah, wow. Yeah, all very important. Very important. I actually, uh, I sent out some some nice uh, heartfelt messages yesterday to uh, to my good friends. You know, people I, I yeah I cherish. I, I got cherish one from life. you. It was very nice. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's important to be thankful every day. You know, I was actually my friend who runs the the glamping business down in Columbia with me. He was uh, I sent him a message yesterday, and he's like uh, he's like you know he's like you know what I like is that we're we're thankful every day. You know, we're <laughs> we're thankful every day. <laughs> Um, so let's get into the week. I know we had uh, a few things. You had some updated stats. So stats come out once a month. I know you had some updated stats on on different areas. Last week, I think we were talking about the opportunity to use the Purchase Plus Improvement Program, which I think was something that Dave and I were both saying is like really good opportunity right now. Home values are down a bit. Uh, Ottawa especially has a lot of homes that are you know, older, but not old, you know, they're kind of in that 50 to 80s, built in the kind of 50s, 60s to 80s range and uh, need a good update. Uh, mm-hmm. And there are programs to to do this when you buy the home. So I actually wrote an article about it uh, on my blog last week and shared it on LinkedIn. But if you go to my website, uh, paulstevenson.ca, and you go to my blog, it's right on the landing page. Uh, home renovations, you say, is what it's called. And uh, I just talk about my experience through the years of using this program uh, and updating my homes and so on. And it's a, I can't say enough about it, to be honest. It's a, it's a fantastic program. And uh, if people don't know about it, they should certainly learn about it because I, I feel like for every homeowner, if you're buying your primary home, it's a really good opportunity to, to update it, you know, and customize it to, to what you like and what you love. Um, speaking to that though, we did get an article today in the Wall Street Journal. 
So not, uh, not mm-hmm. you know, not uh, the Ottawa Sun or the uh, Ottawa Business Journal, <laughs> the Wall Street Journal. Um, and I'll just read, it says, it's talking about the uh, number of homes for people immigrating to Canada. So it says, Canada's bid to attract a record number of immigrants required to fill job openings and drive economic growth has run into a bottleneck. Mm. There aren't enough residences to accommodate these newcomers. Uh, so it says immigration into Canada is on pace to hit a record high in 2022 of 431,000, following the entry of about 405,000 the previous year. And the country is targeting entry of another 900,000 newcomers in 2023 and 2024 combined. Because of immigration, Canada's population over the past half decade grew at almost twice the pace of its group of seven peers, Statistics Canada said. The aggressive intake, though, has had repercussions for Canada's housing market which among G7 countries has the lowest number of dwellings per capita, economists of Bank at Bank of Nova Scotia calculate. Population growth, a shortage of housing stock, and low interest rates help push up home prices in Canada's biggest centres, prompting would-be buyers to look further, sorry, farther afield and drive up prices in smaller, far-flung communities unaccustomed to housing booms. So long story short, um, it seems as though they're It seems up. as though the Wall Street Journal has been listening to Torep. Yeah, they've caught up. <laughs> they've caught up with us. But what do we do, Greg? What does uh, you know, Doug Ford and his crew and uh, and the government? What are the you know, the federal government? What are they going to do to to combat this? Because this is going to be an ongoing issue, as we know. And I think you know, after the pandemic, we did have a lot of uh, supply shortages, and there was a lot of other factors involved that that really um, contributed to the lack of supply. But what do we do now? You know, it's the, the past is the past. What do we do to fix this problem? Well, this is the thing. I mean, and they talk about, you know, it's a catch 22 because they need more immigration for labor based jobs, apparently, um, you know, which helps build. But then who's who's getting the homes? When are they coming? Um, you know, you've got this you've got people opposing high density um, changes in their neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and it's we've been talking about it forever. People keep talking about the crash, the crash, the crash. And now we're in this position that has been created through the pandemic where 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 do we go? You know, we keep seeing like even in the stats I'm about to read, we're still up. We're, we're down in sales. There's a lot listed, but the numbers are still up, even with the rate increase. And, I, you know, when it jumps up again, the end of this month, what's going to happen then? Is it going to is it going to go down? like maybe minimal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't, all these headlines I read were talking about the crash or how the markets dropped in certain, obviously in certain areas, there was more to lose, but they're based on the numbers from this earlier this year, which were not, you know, necessarily true numbers. A lot of people are still ahead. I don't yeah, know. I, I met with, uh, actually met with some clients in person last week uh, with the pandemic. There wasn't too many in-person meetings. So it was nice. They were actually, uh, a lawyer that I used to work with when I worked at TD, uh, his wife, but his children now, his daughter's now a lawyer. Uh, his son-in-law is, was a really good friend of mine growing up. And <laughs> so I met with them at their place and uh, I was telling them these stats about about home prices and, and home sales this year. And they really couldn't believe it. Like, I think the general public believes that there is, you know, a huge drop in prices, huge drop in sales and everything is plummeting, but it's really not what's happening. Nope. Uh, and and I think the last week, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, but I've seen we've worked together on two or three files that have had accepted offers. Like there's just a lot of movement right now in the market, and I think we've been saying that. I think October is going to be a a very high 
month for transactions. Mm -hmm. And I think the days of, you know, deals or lowered home prices is done for the time being. Like, I think you're not going to be getting, I think you're going to be paying list price at least now. Mm -hmm. uh, even every property that I've seen on the market <clears throat> that clients have gone to look at, they're not just getting clean offers, you know, 10,000 under asking. They're, they're, there's at least one or two other offers. You know, I've had some people have to go in with, with, a, with, with no conditions. And again, I've never, I, I would never advise someone to do that. Um, it's a decision they have to make on their own, but they have told me we're not putting any conditions on this offer. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> we'll figure it out, I guess. Uh, but that's certainly happening more often. Are, are you seeing that as well, Greg, with your offers? I know that uh, we had uh, a couple this week that were very competitive. Yeah, I mean, but but again, it, it, like it's everybody has their, a different story. Like you know, I did one. We got a we did get a great deal, but the great deal was based on the fact that the seller had an inflated price when things started to change. So now what happened is my buyer got it at the same at what it would have been the same price last year, mm -hmm. still a little bit higher than last year. So that's the thing that everybody has to consider. Like the ones that are selling for less listed very high when things started to change. The ones that are coming out now are listed more competitively right. with, with the market. And in, depending on the amount of time that those people have been there, they're still profiting. They're just not getting that inflated price that we saw at the beginning of the year. And, but, but it is way more active. I mean, um, I have two listings. Uh, it's been slow on them. There's other factors uh, involved in that, but I have three other ones coming this week. And I think we're pricing very competitively with the market. And I even have a seller who's understands that she's not going to get what she was about to get or what she would have gotten, you know, um, months ago. And that's, that's the one thing that's the most important. So in terms of, but in terms of out there shopping, looking for a deal, you can offer uh, you can offer less and, you know, at working with buyers, that's, I, I've been doing that. The worst thing they can say is no, but you know, you're still buying at a price that was higher than what you would have paid 12 months ago. Mm -hmm. But, but optically people are just like, oh man, like, I can't believe I would have paid a hundred thousand more for this in February, but you know, the rates were lower. And now, you know, even though it's less, you're still in the end paying more because of the interest rates, but you know, everyone uh, just looks at things differently. You just have to be observant of what's going on so are they priced right or are they priced low they're priced right okay then the new ones coming out are priced right there's nothing but that's what i'm saying people think like some of them people think that they're priced low based on what was happening mm. in the past but it's not it's just it's the correction based on the rates well and i've seen a lot like i keep a close eye on on realtor too and just seeing what's happening in, in different different markets and I have seen that there's been a lot of price reductions recently. So I yes. think that's also why people think that they're getting exactly. a deal, but it's actually just the house. It's readjusting the price to where it should have been listed at originally, but they were, you know, over ambitious. And, yeah. and, and that's like, you know, I have a seller right now and I, and I send her an update every week where it, it, I give all the comparables of what's going on, the sales, conditional sales, sales, and then I go versus last year. And then, you know, price reductions and everything, you know, and you read the email and it seems like doom and gloom. Right. And I'm like, this is just what's happening. I go, this isn't, it's not to say that your price, your house is worth uh, more or less. I'm just mm -hmm. giving you the information and we have to make our decisions based on this, you know, 
So, so what I know there was a, you sent an article this morning about um, Doug Ford and uh, that's why I was joking uh, about what, you know, what he's going to do to, to correct the supply issue. So kind of getting back to that supply issue. Um, he was saying that he's going to use all the tools. He's yeah. going to use all the tools available to get more homes built. So all those tools, <laughs> what does that mean? Doug, that's the question. We have to get Doug on here. Just grill him, ask him some, ask him the hard questions, you know? Yeah, I mean, all of these, hold on, I just want to bring that up. I thought I had it up here. All of these, it's great ideas, right? It's great mm -hmm. ideas. No one really has a plan. Everyone's just talking a lot, I find, and which makes it even more frustrating for our country and for our provinces because it, it's it's always talk. Everyone is just talking constantly, and nothing is getting done. Because yeah. you know when they're talking about get more, uh, sustainable or affordable living, while they're doing that, the builders are shutting down because of all the taxes or the red tape to get the stuff done, and with 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 everything changing. So by the time that it gets sorted, that the builders kind of come back and they're ready to do more. That how long? How long is that? Twelve months. And how many more people are coming to the country in 12 months? 400,000? Yes. Like, come on, man. They, they're the, the, late. They're late. Everyone's late. Yeah, of course. They're like, I mean, they're five years behind right now. You and know, like realistically. They can't catch up. So, you yeah. know, I just don't like, I, I would like to see action where to the point of where these people like the, that run our cities and towns just don't speak about it until something is started. Yeah, there's a few things to that point. Uh, you know, there's the there's a point in here that says, uh, let's see here. You know, we're going to we're going to continue working hard with Minister yeah, Clark. Continue, uh, but most importantly, working collaboratively in cooperation with the municipalities, the regions, and the federal government. Mm -hmm. Do I sound like a politician saying that? Yeah. <laughs> it's such <laughs> such politician talk. Um, the one thing I found interesting in here, though, this is a, an excerpt. It says, removing the charges might help build a few more affordable homes, but the industry has other challenges. It says, many developers are delaying projects mm -hmm. because of the downturn in the housing market. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that, too. Mm -hmm. and it says, at the same time, construction costs have risen mm -hmm. about 30% in the last year. So builders are actually delaying their builds. Like, I had a client that was supposed to close September 19th. And then he said, oh, they pushed it to September 29th. And I said, okay, well, where are they at in the in the project? Like, do you know, like, are they almost at completion? Are they? He's like, oh, they just broke ground. This was like September 25th or something. I'm like, okay, well, they're not building your home in four days. So, I mean, we're going to be looking at maybe like a December, January closing. And and he, he was like, what? Like, he couldn't, couldn't, couldn't fathom that. Um, but that, I mean, that's realistic. And he, he had a rate hold. And that's the other thing, right? Like, he, we had a rate hold for him um four months ago that was in the i want to say it was like prime minus one prime minus 1.2 or 1.1 like very good rate and uh he that rate expires november 2nd so if we go past november 2nd which i mean there's no way they're building his house mm -hmm. in a month mm -hmm. uh or the whole complex you know where he's living uh if we go past november 2nd then we have to basically re-qualify like he has to get approved again at a new rate and rates have gone up, so it's going to be harder for him to qualify. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that are factoring in here. And that's not the only build project that I've heard of. I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, my build is being pushed. My build is being pushed. So this is definitely what's happening. You know, build, builders are looking at it saying, okay, well, 
if he finishes the build now, uh, we're going to lose 50000 on what it was originally worth. Now, I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't speculate what builders are thinking or saying or doing because uh, I'm, I'm obviously not a builder. I know a lot of great builders that I, I don't feel like would do that, but <clears throat> uh, not everyone's great, you know? So <laughs> we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see, we'll see what, where that shakes out. But I think, I think Dave mentioned a few weeks ago getting rid of some of the red tape around, um, you know, permits and, and uh, things like that just to get a shovel in the ground I think would also help. And we don't know where that stands as far as these developers. You know, maybe that company that's building that whole development i mean they might have had issues just getting permits from the uh, municipality or wherever to to start breaking ground you know the thing that i hate the most about all this talk is they keep using the word affordable right it's always affordable and the thing that they never make clear it's a hot word which we talk about on tour rep is it's affordable to the region and the income and the average income specific in that region. Mm-hmm. So if you're living like, anyways, you have to be living somewhere where it is affordable for there. Because if you're earning a high income, the rent is not going to be cheap. If that's like the general consensus, the affordable home in that area is still going to cost a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's never, I mean, you know, it's clear when you start digging and looking for it, but uh, it's wild. The Soho building, which is the one that they just, they're almost done it now on, on uh, Preston. So mm-hmm. across from the Icon, right, which is now completely done. I believe there's people living in there now from what mm-hmm. I understand. There is. But Soho has gone up in, in you know, lickety split. And uh, I don't think I've ever used that word in a sentence. Um, never used lickety, it again. <laughs> lickety split. Uh, it's gone up really quickly. And... That is one of the buildings where I think they've allotted 50% or 40%. I don't know the exact percentage. David mentioned it on a previous episode about um, a percentage of the ownership there is going to be affordable housing, as you said. But they did that because they were allowed to get, uh, they got a mm-hmm. grant from, mm-hmm. I think it was like a, a 50-year no-interest mortgage for CMHC. the construction from CMHC. And in that neighborhood, you know, you're talking doctors. It's right by the Ottawa Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the average household income is probably over, you know, 200,000 in, in that neighborhood. So the affordable apartments in there are still going to be, you know, three, 4,000 a month. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, affordable is relative to every individual. Uh, and it's just a really hot word. Like, well, it's going to be affordable housing. He's like, oh, perfect. Great. That's exactly that, what we man, need. That's the we thing. need affordable housing. People who are having a really hard time think that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that it's coming to their neighborhood and that they're, it's going to be affordable. And, and even if that happens, when is that? Two, three years from now? Yeah. People, people will be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like I, this whole thing. It's like, it, you know, it, now, man, now deal with the now. These, these long-term predictions and things do not help you in any way at all. Yeah. In terms of an investment, in terms of where you're at, it's just a dream. It's a dream that may come true. Chances are it won't. So yes. you just have to go with what's in front of you right now and stop wishing. Anyways, that's my little rant <laughs> about what's going on. It, Thank you. There's no other way of looking at it. I wanted to, uh, I do want to hear, I know you had some new stats. I want to touch on rates as well. So do you want to do stats first and then we can yeah, slide let's into the do rates? Some stats. So we got right. the, um, oh goodness. I had everything in front of me. Lickety now split, I Greg. Do not. Where did it go? 
Oh my gosh. Hold on guys. Sorry about that. Let me just uh, open this up. Dun, 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 dun. I'm putting the real time. Until taking my real time. I had that up. Now it's gone. Okay. So these are the market stats. Did I give those to you, Steven? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, so this is the year over year stuff. So residential homes in Ottawa, average sales price right now is 707,000. It's up 0.5% from last year. Mm -hmm. Average days on market 29. That's up 58%. I find that strange for year over year based on something else. I just checked, um, number of sales down 34%, 816 sales in September. That's very limited. Yeah. And again, you know, someone made a good point on, uh, on one of my posts. She says like, you know, I, I put the 80, 20 rule to who's doing the sales in, in Ottawa, right. As realtors, you know, we have 3,500 agents basically or almost no, almost 4,000. And so there's not a lot of agents out there working right now. I mean, we're trying to work, but not everybody's making money or having the opportunity to help people. Um, so let's go down to, uh, condos 400, 451,000 is the average sales price. Condos are up again, 6% mm -hmm. year over year, 28 days on market average up 30%, 264 sales of condos down 27%. So again, like the last couple months, sales are way down in like across the board. Numbers are up. Condos are especially up. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Based on <laughs> based on lack of housing, yeah. And now, based on lack of housing startups and more immigration, chances are that that number will maintain. Yeah, and that's why this is what drives me to think that we're going to see home prices continue to go up and more competitive offers because that number of sales, if that increases, right, down thirty four percent is a that's a big that's a big number. That's not uh, you know it's not 0.5, It's not one percent. Like thirty four percent is a huge drop in sales. If everything is selling at average, like, you know, if they're selling, it's gone up 0.5%, you said, from last year? Yeah. Half a percent? Residential homes. Yeah. Condos are up six. So six. Okay. So yeah. So, I mean, if we're, if we're seeing even a half percent increase and the days on market stays the same, but there's more people coming to Canada, more people coming to Ottawa, uh, more people out shopping, number of sales goes up. Uh, I don't see the home prices coming down. I think that's just going to drive them up even further, like in an accelerated fashion. That's the yeah, only thing, that's to, the only thing uh, I can see happening. I, don't, I can't see that number coming down. I know. And it's getting to, a, and it's, I mean, it sounds terrifying <laughs> to a lot of people. I mean, you know, the costs go up that, that this is what it is. And remember, I want everyone that listens to this show to remember, this is the Ottawa real estate podcast, not mm -hmm. the Canada real estate podcast, not the Vancouver Toronto, because a lot of the stuff that you read about the market is based on those areas and not Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Most of the press that you'll read doesn't even include Ottawa in it in terms of what the real numbers are for Ottawa. That's why we are Toe Rep, the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. You're getting Ottawa information. Meanwhile, I'll give a breakdown of Findlay Creek. I know we got some Findlay Creek fans out there. <laughs> FC. What up to my FC crew? Yeah. Uh, so Findlay Creek, I broke this down into um, rentals, condos, and then residentials. I didn't do detached in towns uh, this week anyway. So the rentals. There's 26 rentals available right now in Finley Creek, average $2,750, 31 days on market average. Those are active. Mm -hmm. um, there's none that rented in the last week. Last year, 2021, two properties rented 
at an average of $2,300 and they were on the market for 21 days. So that's an increase of an average price of $450 in terms of what people are paying for rentals now mm. in Finley Creek. And that's pretty much across the board. Condos right now, there are 10 active in Finley Creek. 397,000 is the average. Mm. 72 days on market. 397 is just below the average Sorry. sales price of condos. Sorry, go ahead. Did you say 72 days on market? 72 days on market for the active ones. Now, what? So some of those are obviously the bigger ones. You know what I mean? That's generally what it, what it means, but th that is a high number. And then I go into this. There's five conditional sales last week, average of 414, mm. 30 days on market, which ties in with the increase from last month's stats, almost exactly. There was one sale, 428,000, 20 days on market. Okay, that's for the condos. Interesting. Resident the higher the sale price, the less days on market. So they must be just... yeah. Not price but, to but sell, but they on, must be but better on, quality, right? Something. I mean, yeah, it's all turnkey. It's very particular, but I mean, the active ones, seventy-two days on market, like the ones that are, you know, skewing that number a bit are the are the high price condos. Uh, residential, forty-seven active homes right now for forty-seven properties for sale in Finley Creek at an average of eight hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Forty-seven days on market. Six conditional sales in the last week, averaged 660,000, 59 days on market, wild, yeah. wild. Uh, and there was four <laughs> sales. The four sales have an average price of 824,000, 49 days on market. So those numbers are not low. They're no. not low. And you're up over last year. So four sold this year in Finley Creek last week at 824,000, 49 days on market last year at the same time, there were nine sales averaging 670,000, 28,000. Wow. So, that's a big bump. It is, but it's, it's week over week. Last year, there wasn't as many uh, high ticket homes sold. So, you know, the last week, you know, there was obviously one that was, you know, over a million that kind of skewed that a bit. But I mean, in general, I don't know. Those are I, always say, I always say, I always say, I don't know, but I feel like I do know. <laughs> I, I do, do know. know. I do yeah. know. I should start saying, I do know. I do. We, know. we should get any listeners that are, that are tuning in right now. First of all, subscribe, uh, subscribe to the channel, like share review. Uh, but also post, if there's a specific neighborhood that you want to hear the stats on, let us know. I know we had mm. a couple, couple FC crews uh, want some Finley Creek numbers, but if you're in, you know, uh, Beechwood or you're in, uh, you know, Beacon Hill, you want stats for that neighborhood, let us know and we can, we can pull them up just so that everyone's getting tailored stats to their, their neighborhood. Auto is growing. Okay. So we don't want to be, uh, don't want to be alienating any neighborhoods. No. And the thing is with, with the Finley Creeks, Barhaven, Stittsville, Riverside South, Orleans, um, Canada, you know, that. Those numbers, like I just gave you for Finley Creek, are almost transferable to each neighborhood within right. a certain amount of money. Um, so you can be sure that those stats are moderately accurate for each uh, suburb. Right. So the one thing I wanted to touch on before we slide into the mood boost is um, rates, because we still get asked all the time. And I uh, personally, and I know you know this, Greg, but I hate <laughs> I talking. Do know. I hate I talking know. about rates. Yeah, I do know. That's going to be your, your mantra for the day. Yeah. You're just going to be walking with Anne and be like, I do know. She's like, what? <laughs> Ask um, me anything. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we, I, I hate talking about rates. Unless someone has an accepted offer 
and we're about yeah. to submit it to the lender, yeah. like talking about rates is is futile. Is that the right word? Irrelevant. Futile. futile. <laughs> yeah, the resistance is futile. <laughs> yeah, All right, it's uh, futile. Yeah. So, but I will say because we do get asked a lot, and you know, Prime sitting at at five point four five right now. There's a lot of questions about like, what rate am I going to get and people are scared about what rate they're going to get and don't have any idea so I'm just going to give you a snapshot just so that there's at least a line to compare to now I'm not guaranteeing these rates this isn't an official rate quote just to be clear um, but right now if you're putting less than 20% down on a, on, a, on a property that you're going to be living in uh, rates for fixed rates can go as low as I have some lenders at 464 but most lenders are sitting around 484 to 489, I would say. That's that's probably, you know, 484 is probably what you should be using if you're trying to calculate payments and so on. But there are some lenders that are a bit lower than that. And for variable, uh, prime minus 0.9. So you're still lo looking at 4.55 on the variable side of things. And again, there's specials, there's in. low rates, there's this, there's that. But if you want to, you know, if you're looking for calculations, you're, you're sitting around the... Uh, the dinner table tonight trying to figure out what rate you're going to get that's a fair ballpark as to where you're going to be and obviously it's higher if you're getting a rental if you're uh if you're putting more than 20 percent down then the rates do change but if you want a specific rate quote um again feel free to reach out to me uh just go to paulstevenson.ca there's a there's a schedule button connect now button right on there first page uh it brings you right to my calendar you can book a call directly with me and we can uh, we can have a deeper discussion into that but should we slide into mood boost, Greg? Go for it, Paul. I need I need my mood boosted. Oh, I think Paul's Paul, you're just sneezing was, on mute or coughing. No, what's going on? I was like holding that in while I was going on that rant. I was like, <laughs> you know, you know um, what though? Before we go into that, I want to tell everybody something. I want to tell everybody something about being a realtor in Ontario. Every two years, we have to do what's called Rico. Um, continuing education so the rico ce you know real estate council of ontario so right now i'm in the middle of that i have to do it or my license will lapse and it's you know what so what have i been doing over the weekend as well with all this stuff i've been doing about 12 hours of school you know it gives us it keeps us in the know of what's going on and how we can better serve um our clients and our customers so I want everyone to know that, that if you don't, didn't know, realtors, every two years, we have to do this extra schooling to stay on the ball and to prove that we know what we're doing to the Real Estate Council of Ontario, which holds us accountable for you know, who we are and what we do. That's there, a you have, there you have it. Great. Always be learning. Always be learning. <laughs> it's true. Always be learning. Very important. Very important. <laughs> Great episode. I love this episode. Uh, all right. So we got, I got three today. They're all, they're all quality. So it's fall. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, number one, how many apples grow on a tree? All of them. Love it. All of them. Uh, number two, want to hear a joke about paper? Never mind. It's terrible. Mm. Mm hmm. And number three, why aren't dogs good dancers? Because they have two left feet. Okay. Okay. Dying oh. over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, 
We we are told. You know it. Subscribe. Oh, I didn't say it this week, but Greg Campbell is a realtor managing director at <laughs> the agency. That's who I am. The agency. That's who I am. And uh, I'm a mortgage agent, Paul Stevenson. Just go to paulstevenson.ca. And I got some uh, some great calculators on there. The blog I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back next week. <clears throat> I hope my voice is I'm having trouble here. Hey. We'll be back next week. Episodes are released every Tuesday, 10 a.m. David will be back. There it goes. Yeah. I need some more tea. And uh, we'll see you then. Enjoy your Bye, week. Guys. Thanks for listening. Thank Do you. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Because we'd really like that.